0: Welcome to Lesson 5 of Exploring Jazz Improvisation. My name is Brian Kane, and these lessons are presented by JazzPath Publishing. That's www.jazzpath.com. That's www.jazzpath.com. I'm the author of the new book, Constructing Melodic Jazz Improvisation, which is available at jazzpath.com or at music retailers nationwide. I hope you'll take a minute and check out the book. And if you like the topics that we discuss in these lessons, keep in mind that all these lessons are explored in much, much, much greater detail in the book. In lesson number four, we started talking about the use of repetition in jazz improvisation, and we talked about the use of rhythmic repetition within an improvised solo. Today we're going to continue our discussion of the use of repetition within jazz improvisation, because I think it's just a critical thing for beginning and intermediate level players to use in solos, and we're going to expand it to the use of intervallic repetition. Intervallic repetition, which is a little bit more difficult to play than rhythmic repetition for most beginning players, is also very fun and easy tool that you'll be able to integrate in your solos. But before we go any further, let's review why repetition is so important for beginning jazz improvisers. From an improviser's perspective, repetition is important because it encourages the improviser to develop melodic memory, which is basically the ability to remember what they have played. As we all know, it's easier said than done at times. Um, It also creates motifs within a solo that uh, we can use to develop and, and communicate and enhance solos. From a listener's perspective, repetition is also very important. Repetition from a listener's perspective gives listeners something to cling to, something to recognize and something to understand when they're listening to an improvised solo. Rather than having an audience think that you're just playing whatever you want to, when you use repetition, audiences will think that you're developing on ideas and they'll start to understand the logic and intent of your solo. Now once again, we'll be using the Concert B-flat Blues progression to practice this solo, and in all the demonstrations, we'll be using a Concert B-flat Blues scale. We'll be doing this because blues is simply the easiest format for us to explore improvisation. For beginners, if they're playing a blues scale, they don't have to worry about playing the right notes. They have to worry about managing and controlling the improvisational intent. And we'll be continuing to use the blues scale and the 12-bar blues form to explore improvisation as we progress through these lessons. Remember that these concepts work equally well over harmonically driven improvisation. We're exploring them here using a blues form and a blues scale because that's the way that most beginners approach beginning jazz improvisation. So let's get to the topic for today today. The topic for today is the use of intervallic repetition in jazz improvisation. Intervallic repetition occurs when improvisers limit their playing to a sequence of notes or pitches for a given portion of an improvised solo. For example, in a blues scale, if you were to play a solo that was one course long using only the first and flat third degrees of the blues scale, that would be using intervallic repetition. Of course, intervallic repetition becomes much more difficult when you're playing chord changes. We're not going to talk about that in, in this particular lesson. If you'd like to learn more about that, definitely check out the book. So what I'm going to do now is give you an example of how an intervallic motif can sound. Um, I'm going to play an example of some notes from a blues scale. One, flat three, sharp four, and four. And I'm going to play them over and over again for a while, unaccompanied. And I'm going to change the rhythms. And this is going to start to create an intervallic motif. I'm just going to play those simple notes. I'm going to change the rhythms. And hopefully it's going to sound good. So here goes. Here's an example of intervallic repetition. <laughs> So I'm hoping you can hear that. You could hear that it was the same sequence of four notes in the same order played over and over again, but it was the rhythms changed, basically. If you can imagine how that would sound um, with a rhythm section, you're going to find that it's really an enjoyable experience to improvise that way. It's also really important because listeners can hear it. They're not going to know exactly what you're doing, but they're going to know you're doing something. And that's a great way to communicate to listeners that improvisation isn't just about playing whatever you want to, but you're trying to really communicate with the audience. So let's hear this technique used in context within the 12-bar blues. The following solo is an example of my great friend Jeff Galindo, an amazing trombone player and professor at Berklee. And he's going to use this sort of intervallic repetition for a slow chorus of 12-bar blues. He's going to use the same improvisational pattern that we talked about earlier. The root 1 to flat 3 to sharp 4 to 4. So once again, here's Jeff Galindo. Once again, that was played by Jeff Galindo, who you can reach at www.jeffgalindo.com. He's a great trombone player, and you should definitely check out all of his work. I hope you can hear how completely cool that technique is to use for beginning an intermediate level improviser. It does so many wonderful things. First of all, it's easy to play. A four-note solo is really manageable for almost any level of improviser. You can focus on playing style and great rhythms while you're doing it. It's also really great for listeners. They hear something's going on. Again, they don't know what it is, but they understand that the, the, the improviser is trying to communicate with them. And again, that's the point of improvisation. It's always about telling a story. This is a great way to set up a solo. So as usual, it's going to be your turn next. Using the play along that's included at the end of this podcast, you should practice using intervallic repetition over multiple courses of blues. You don't have to use the same type of repetition over each 12-bar course. You can change every 12 bars, but you should really limit the notes you play to intervallic repetition. Keep in mind, you can change all octaves, you can change rhythms, but you should also be thinking a lot about stylistic and note inflection to make it sound good. I hope you've been enjoying these podcasts as much as I have been enjoying making them. Lots of people have downloaded them, but I'd love to hear what you think. Feel free to drop me an email if you have any questions at any time. My email address is bkanebkane at jazzpath.com. I also hope you'll take the time to check out the book which these podcasts are promoting, which is Constructing Melodic Jazz Improvisation. I'm sure you're going to love the book. I've worked on it for years, and I'm just thrilled it's finally available to help beginning and intermediate level improviser improve so enjoy the free play along that's about to play um, enjoy the podcast and keep practicing intervallic repetition and until we meet the next time enjoy the playing